to the designers, to the brands, to the influencers, to the business owners that are struggling or just want to step up their game. This podcast is for you. My name is Mark McDonough. I've been marketing for the last 20 years and have worked with some of the biggest brands from the Roger Thomas Collection, Restoration Hardware, to Walmart. I'm also the CEO of one of the fastest growing PR and marketing firms in the interior design industry and also one of the top design blogs, Tastefully Inspired. My goal is to bring you valuable, actionable marketing and business tips every podcast. I talk business growth and help to empower business owners and brands to think bigger. If you think your business needs some help or just want to spotlight your business, please reach out so we can get you on the show. I want to know your story because I promise you it will inspire others. This is the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. Welcome to the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. This is Mark. Um, We're sponsored by www.tastefullyinspired.com. Uh, today will be our first real, real podcast, and I'm going to try to make this short and sweet. Um, like I said, I'm going to learn as I go. Um, I'm not a big, uh, big podcast person myself, but I will give it my best shot. So let's talk a little bit about Instagram today. Um, a lot of people have been commenting, sending emails, how we got our um, Instagram account over 33,000 people. So I wanted to um, do this podcast about that, help everyone kind of, um, got everyone a little bit to... Uh, to hopefully get their Instagram accounts to the next level. Okay, here are the five pillars that I go by. One is brand your Instagram. Make sure your name is exactly what you want it to be. Make sure your bio is exactly what you want it and need it to say. Make sure the style of your photos are succinct. Uh, make sure the hashtags you use are the ones that you think can benefit your business the best, but don't you know try to take this huge leap in hashtags and put in um, interior design because no one's ever going to find you. Geotag. A lot of people don't use the geotags and I use them very strategically. Okay, let's start from the very first one. Your name. Now, a lot of people will just kind of like, what is it, like a ready, fire, aim um, on Instagram. They'll start posting stuff and they kind of really won't know what they're doing. What I want you to do is sit down with a pen and paper. Figure out your branding. Before you put anything online, make sure you figure out exactly what you want it to be or say. Don't just throw something out there. Your branding needs to be tight. And there are so many designers, so many people out there that are just throwing stuff out there. And um, one, it's boring. Two, and is if you do it wrong, you really don't look good. And let's be honest, interior design, um, you need to look good at all times. Okay, so your name, if you have a design firm, Make sure that exact it's exactly how you want this to be. Because people, what they're going to do is, for example, for myself, if I do a search, let's say I'm looking for uh, Billy Ray's design firm, I'll type that into Instagram. Now, if it's like initials and design, I'll kind of really not really, I'm not really that sure if that's the design firm I'm looking for. So try to be a little concise about exactly your name. Um, like for ourselves, Tastefully Inspired Blog. There is no mistaking that, and that branding does go a long way. Now, that also allows me that in the bio, you really don't have to restate your company's name. In the bios, you can basically put exactly you know, what your company does, what you do, exactly your bio. I like to keep it short 
keep it sweet. The other thing I like to do too is a lot of people have trouble formatting their bio. What I use is my, I open up my text messenger and I start writing up my bio with uh, returns and characters, all that kind of fun stuff. And then I cut and paste it directly in Instagram. The formatting keeps and it looks a lot prettier than it does through the Instagram interface. Okay, the next thing is about your photos. Make sure that your photos are the same style of photos. If you're going to be using um, the same color in all your photos to bring them all together, um, make sure that you're on target with that. Try to get yourself at least two weeks ahead of the game into having photos and plan and schedule when your photos are going to go out. It goes a long way and it also helps you kind of achieve the goals you want to achieve. Okay, next thing is hashtags. I use three sets of hashtags. Um, what I find is it's very effective. So um, by the time the fourth day rolls around, I can reuse the first hashtags because Instagram has already kind of thrown my um, photo to the wind and I can post a new one and it looks really good. Now by using three days, your photo gets to kind of your, your three days worth of photos gets to pop up in different hashtags and um, it's a win-win situation. Okay, the next thing is... We want you as a sponsor. Replace my voice and become a sponsor for this podcast. Get in front of thousands of listeners and in front and center of one of the hottest design blogs in the country. Did I mention in front of our over 40,000 followers on Instagram? We can make it happen. Just reach out. Are you a designer, brand, or manufacturer looking for the right PR and marketing agency to take you to the next level? Tastefully Inspired Marketing PR can not only get your brand on the map with social media, but its blend of PR and licensing can take your brand to the next level. Tired of those agencies that couldn't produce results? Then maybe it's time you reach out to Tastefully Inspired. The next thing is using geotags. A lot of people don't use them. I like to. I always use geotag no matter what. Um, a lot of people search for locations. And what I heard is now, instead of using Yelp, a lot of people are using geotags to uh, search for restaurants, search for hotels. Through these photos, they can get a kind of a vibe on how that photo or restaurant is. So geotags are very, very important. Okay, so that is number one. Brand your Instagram account. Make sure it flies looks very smooth and make sure that when people see it, they don't have a question about what you do. Okay, number two, and this is, uh, this probably should have been number one, but number two is always, always, always focus on the fact that you want people to click on your bio link. That is the main thing. The bio link is the only active link in all of Instagram. What that means is that it's the only place that people can click on to go to your service, your product, or your website. So your end game is going to be don't focus on the likes, don't focus on anything else, get people to click on your bio link. Now, my bio links on all my Instagram accounts, notice how I just said all of my Instagram accounts, have tracking. That means I can gauge how many people per day are clicking on my Instagram account and going directly to my website. And that helps me out a lot. I aim for 10%. Now, a lot of people who are live in Instagram world would say, that is crazy. But if you don't aim high, you're going to become stagnant. You're going to become a little bored. And uh, so I always kind of aim for the um, aim, aim high. Okay. Number three, constant quality contact. Think of your Instagram feed as a New York Times. You want to make sure you get it to people every single day, on time, and when they read it, they know what they're reading, they like it, they see it. Photos, it's the exact same with photos. If your 
throwing out a photo once a day. Make sure that photo is very, very, the quality is very high. It represents you. And also, if people are expecting to see a photo from you every single day, try to deliver. And that goes back to when I was talking about the branding. Make sure you have at least two weeks worth of photos lined up. It makes everything a lot smoother. Um, For myself, I keep about two weeks probably in the queue so that I really don't have to worry about it. I don't have to throw anything out and kind of have a question mark of, oh God, I rushed that. Don't rush it. It represents you online and um, you want people to really know that your brand is professional and that you know what you're doing. And if the quality isn't there, people will see it. Okay, number four. Now, a nice little trend that's happening on Instagram that I'm not a big fan of is people do not want to follow other people. Okay. That, to me, just doesn't make any sense. And a lot of people are getting frustrated with this. It's okay to be a fan of someone. It's okay to like their photos, to comment, and even follow them. That's what Instagram is all about. So don't be too scared about the numbers. Don't say, oh my God, I'm only fo- I'm following 500 people. I, that's too many. I've got to reduce it. Don't think in those terms. Have fun with it. Follow people. Um, you know, talk to people. Ask questions. Don't be one of those people that write comments like, hello, nice, wonderful, keep it up. Be really be that person who writes a comment about and sees a photo, digests a photo, and then writes a comment or even a question that really engages the user. I will tell you that goes a long, long way. For me, when I do that, a lot of business relationships have developed down the road because people say, hey, this guy really does pay attention to my content. And I do. If I write a comment, I have seen your photo. Um, and if you got a direct message from me, that means that I saw your photo and I really liked what I saw and I kind of want to do maybe an interview, a blog piece or whatnot with you. So for me, I always look at that kind of stuff and I take it very seriously because I also want people to look at my stuff and take it very seriously as well. Okay. Number five, and this is one of the ones that kind of, you have to take this with a grain of salt, have fun and be creative. Um, you know, don't, don't, slack on the quality but be creative a little bit see what other people are doing go online and see what how what photos appeal to you try to recreate that on your own feed um there's nothing wrong in saying someone else has an amazing feed and you want to aspire to have a feed like that um you know that's that's what this is all about i mean like i always tell people i know what i like but i haven't seen everything yet keep yourself open to new ideas Um, And the last thing, and this is going to be my last point to all this fun stuff, is always aspire to inspire. Now, for me, that's kind of my credo. Put something out there, do something, but always aspire to inspire people to kind of look at your stuff and say, wow, that's kind of cool. I want to kind of go that direction. Um, You know, I want to, I love getting emails. I love getting comments. I love people that pat me on the back and tell me I'm doing a good job. And I like people who say, hey, you know what? You inspired me to do this kind of thing. Um, That for me keeps me going, keeps me motivated and keeps me posting daily. So I hopefully you enjoy this first podcast. Like I said, I was going to make it short, make it sweet. Um, I know your time is valuable, so I appreciate you for tuning in. Next Friday, I'll see if maybe I can even hit the 15 minute mark um, and we will go over a a book that I actually was just sent to review, uh, Simply Styling, a very, it's, it's a very beautiful book. And I've dived into it, and it's, um, it's just amazing. So I'll have some photos, and along with a deep review um, of this book. And uh, hopefully, I'll, uh, hopefully you guys will tune in, and hopefully you like this podcast. Comments, emails, please let me know. I really want to know how I'm doing and how I can prove for you guys. 
Have an inspired weekend, and I will hear from you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Tastefully Inspired Podcast. If you want to be a guest or sponsor, reach out. We'd love to have you.